Guys, do you ever feel attacked? Here are some things you can do to navigate the moment and still rebuild trust with the other person. Last time ended with things I did to rebuild trust. So that's what Matt is referring to when he asked his first question. Let's begin. And at the risk of seeming defensive of my former self 15 years ago or any of these guys or people um, in, in disconnected relationships, I'd like to talk about like what you just said, because I think it was so valuable and important. I, I couldn't agree more strongly like with those moments that, that you just discussed. But what I think happens in my case and what happened with, with so many of the guys out there is they really believed they were doing, if not the best thing, at least something that wasn't harmful. I'm definitely, I'm following the life blueprint that was laid out for me. And I know while I'm maybe not the best human I could possibly be, I'm not causing overt harm. I would never try to hurt anybody. I absolutely love my wife, my children, whoever. And then, but it's, it's like the, what we don't know hurts us thing. And so we're causing pain in our blind spots that we're not accepting any responsibility for. And then we don't like how our partner speaks to us and treats us when she or he's expressing the pain that they feel because of the things that we're not accepting any responsibility for. And I believe it's that what we feel is justifiable, righteous anger while we're confused about how they could be so angry with us and so hurt in the first place that sort of demotivates us to do these really intentional, thoughtful things that you just shared about like things that Jay does for you that I think is like so profound. But I think I don't want to speak for Jay. I want Jay to speak for Jay. But I wonder if when Jay feels you're unfairly attacking him 15, 20 years ago, if that whenever, whenever that was, if Jay, you ever had that moment where you felt wrongly persecuted, um, if like you're that thoughtful, mindful, intentional about a connecting moment with your spouse, about seeing like a gorgeous tree and just feeling like really compelled to like bring Lori there to like share that with her. Because I, so I was so mad at her sometimes because, because I'm like, this doesn't make sense to me that she could be like this angry at me right now that I didn't want to do like a nice thing, like go to the national park and hike a trail with her. Anyway, I'm really curious, like what your take is on that. Or even if it doesn't apply to you personally, do you buy the idea that it does affect people in their relationships? This almost honest misunderstanding that oh, yeah. we're, we're missing connection points because we're both justifiably angry, even though I feel yeah. in, in, in male-female relationships, it's, it's a blind spot often that the men have because they don't realize they are honestly causing hurt, even right. if they don't mean to. Like that, that to me is the great miscalculation. Yeah. So the humorous way I'll put it is I have clients that live in England and I, I always think of the, the, the old saying, you know, two countries separated by a shared language. We're both speaking English, but we're not talking the same language, right. you know? And so if what I had done was gone out and, um, taken pictures of uh, pickup trucks, right? Because I, I know there's like a certain type of pickup truck that reminds her of her grandfather. But if I was just going out taking pictures of pickup trucks and sending her pictures and going, I, I sent you a picture. I, I was thinking of you when I took this picture and that's why I sent it to you. And she's like, yeah, but I don't, that's not even the right pickup truck. I don't care about, you know, pickup trucks in general. It's not communicating to me in the way I wanted to. 
But if her response is like, this is stupid, right? That guy's going to go, not doing that anymore. Yeah. No. You know? You said, Jay, are you like, why would I do that again? You know, Jay kind of had an advantage versus maybe some of the guys that come to you in that he knew he messed up. He knew he had messed up big time and he knew he needed to do some repair work just in the whole D-Day and how all that happened, all the, you know, four years of hidden life and all that. So Jay kind of had a, he had an advantage in like, okay, it, it missed the mark. What do I do now? Like he had more of a motivation to, to try. One of the things Lori and I talk about, especially when we're, when we're talking to couples two on two is you're close, right? We just need to tweak it a little bit, you know? So that old game of hotter, colder, Oh, you're getting warmer. You get, you're getting a little warmer. Keep coming. You're getting a little warmer, right? That's the kind of communication that would be helpful. But typically, you know, the, the, there's some confusion on both ends. She's like, share your day with me. Okay. Well, I had a meeting at nine 30 and you know, it was about whatever. And she's like, that's not what I'm asking for. And he's like, well, then what, what the heck do you want from me? Did I know to share pictures of beautiful trees with her? Absolutely not. She had to tell me, and then I had to do it wrong a bunch of times. <laughs> and then I, and then I had to kind of overcome my reluctance, yeah. you know, of paying attention to certain things, you know, because when I'm, when I'm living life, I'm sometimes just on a hunting trip. This is a mission, right? Yeah. And she's I like, my language, yeah we're going to wander over here and we're going to look at this. And there's, there's an experience that she's shooting for that I'm not. Now, are there places where I have those experience kind of moments? Yes. You know, going out um, and running with my buddies and that's an experience, even if it's a new course, even if they're killing me, that's an experience. So it's, it's shooting for those shared experiences does come with a little bit of risk, you know? And so for, for the wife, you know, my uh, request, I guess, is he's taking a risk in trying to do that. And so then it's a hotter, colder game. He has no idea. All right. Just, just assume that no one ever pulled him aside and said, hey, man, every once in a while, take pictures of trees in the fall and share them with your wife because she'll really love that. Nope, no clue. <laughs> you know, he is, he is that clueless. And so the, the hotter, colder type language will encourage more of that because we're risk-based creatures, right? Our brain, Our brain functions in this place of, if I'm taking a risk and that risk doesn't pay off, that's not a good survival. It, 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 right. I'm, I'm not going to go out and try to take down the woolly mammoth by myself because that risk doesn't pay off. Well, it ends up with one dead guy and, and one pissed off woolly mammoth. So 
we've learned that risk without reward is something we don't tend to to reinvest in. I have to kind of have a side note here. If you've been betrayed and you've been traumatized by it, if you've been traumatized in your life, if you've been traumatized recently, we don't expect you to do it the right way. Right. Um, it takes a while with the couples we work with. We like for them to go a certain certain way where they're not doing a whole lot of that at first until they can both like uh, have conversations, difficult conversations in a different way. So at first we don't expect her to, to say it a certain way, to say it hot or cold, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, we call him higher and we try to help her heal. But after a while, when they're in the relationship healing phase, then it becomes, okay, husband, it was a swing and a mess. We get that you're swinging for a goal. Would you like help reaching that goal? Would you like to get closer to that goal? Okay, wife, what would have worked better to get him to the goal of his goal of making you happy, of healing trust, of repairing the relationship, whatever. So what would have done that better? Okay, well, instead of roses, he could have brought me whatever. Or uh, instead of hugging me in that moment, he could have asked me what I really needed. You know, and that's, that's really what it comes down to. What does she need? Cause she's the expert on mm -hmm. what she needs. I'm not even, you know, completely clued into what she needs. I could suggest something and it'd be the opposite. So that's kind of how we help a guy refine his actions, where he puts his effort in order to actually reach his goal. Yeah. I like that. I wrote it down. Okay. I appreciate it. So this is the last episode in this season, but we've already got a lot of ideas to cover on the next season, both for betrayed wives and also for rebuilding trust. So we hope to see you then. If you want to get notified, get on our mailing lists at pornpainhealed.com, thecouplecure.com, or subscribe here on YouTube. So it's been a great season. Thank you so much for all your feedback. Uh, this has been, I think, our most popular season yet. So we've got some ideas rolling around in our heads about how future seasons can go. So stick around and we'll see you next time. All right. Bye, Bye guys. Everybody.